I'm Dennis Estopasio of the Business Mirror, and this is the Brother Look Podcast. Good day. Welcome to Business Mondays with BM, a segment of the Business Mirror Brother Look Podcast that tackles the performance of the Philippine stock market. The Business Mondays with BM podcast is based on the stories by Business Mirror reporters VG Cabuan and Kai Ordinari. The Brother Look Podcast is produced by T. Anthony C. Cabangon, publisher of the Business Mirror. Today, we podcast week 25 of the Stock Market Outlook for June 19, 2023 to June 23, 2023. The information in this podcast should not be misconstrued as investment or financial advice. Business Mirror would not be liable for losses arising from your use of the information. For the text version, Please go to the company section of the Business Mirror website and the Business Mirror newspaper. Let's get on with the story. Share prices barely moved last week despite the U.S. Federal Reserve signaling a hawkish pause on interest rates after 10 consecutive rate hikes. The benchmark Philippine Stock Exchange Index gained a mere 1.19 points to close at 6,508.34 points during the four-day work week. The average volume of trade was higher at 7.58 billion pesos as there were cross-sales on Wednesday and again on Friday. Foreign investors, which were just 24% of the trades, were net buyers at 5.55 billion pesos. All other sub-indices were down with the exception of the property index that gained 41.38 points to close at 2,668.36 points. The broader all shares index fell 9.07 to close at 3,467.11. The financials index lost 3.20 to close at 1,843.21. The industrial index retreated 19.51 to close at 9,247.32. The holding firms index shed 25.81 to close at 6,449.43. The services index declined 12.61 to close at 1,529.15. And the mining and oil index plunged 284.51 to close at 9,826.50. For the week, users edge gainers 127 to 76, and 29 shares were unchanged. The top gainers were Anchor Land Holdings Incorporated, Oriental Petroleum and Minerals Corporation B shares, M-Rate Incorporated, Lopez Holdings Corporation, City and Land Developers Incorporated, Discovery World Corporation, and Philippine 7 Corporation. The top losers, meanwhile, were Medco Holdings Incorporated, Manila Broadcasting Company, Philweb Corporation, Asin Corporation, LFM Properties Corporation, Ayala Corporation, and Philippine Realty and Holdings Corporation. This week, share prices may continue to move higher as analysts expect selective bargain hunting to continue. Juan Paolo Colet, Managing Director at China Bank Capital Corporation, said they expect investors would turn their focus on the central bank's policy rate decision and outlook. 
Mr. Colette said the consensus is that the monetary board will keep interest rates steady so all eyes and ears will be on the Banco Central ng Pilipinas interest rate guidance given the Federal Reserve's more hawkish stance. Mr. Colette added that investors will be also be on standby for any announcement on Malacanang's choice of the next governor of the Central Bank. Broker 2 Trade Asia said while the U.S. Federal Reserve paused its rate hikes for now, it maintains that fundamentals have strengthened over the medium term to believe that interest rates are less likely to experience another aggressive round of hikes for the remainder of the year. In a briefing paper, Jackie De Jesus of Maybank Investment Banking Group wrote that with the recent rate hike pauses and the prospects of eventual rate cuts by both the Banco Central ng Pilipinas and the U.S. Fed, supporting higher dividends and lower bond yields, the group reiterates its positive view of the market. But a central bank official said the Banco Central ng Pilipinas stands ready to resume its monetary policy tightening should the country's domestic conditions warrant such a move. This is despite the recent decision of the U.S. Federal Reserve to pause its monetary policy tightening stance. The Federal Open Market Committee decided to maintain the target range for the federal funds rate at 5% to 5.25%. In the Philippine Economic Briefing in Singapore, aired live on social media last week, Banco Central ng Pilipinas Deputy Governor Francisco Dakila Jr. said, The monetary policy actions of the Federal Reserve now carry less weight on the policy actions of the Philippine Monetary Board. On the Fed, the policy actions will of course remain relevant. BSP Deputy Governor Francisco Daquilas Jr. said the policy actions of the Fed will remain relevant, but they see the Fed actions now as being less of a factor in decision-making. Deputy Governor Daquila said, Of course, what the Fed does will remain relevant, but right now, domestic considerations carry more weight. Deputy Governor Daquila said, and even if the Fed decides to pause from its policy tightening, which it did, the Banco Central ng Pilipinas may not move in complete lockstep if the domestic inflation picture warrants a different response. BSP Deputy Governor Daquila said, During the briefing, that inflation risks are still tilted to the upside. This is the reason for the need to continue monitoring the upside risk to inflation. BSP Deputy Governor Francisco Daquila Jr. said these risks, which have been flagged by the Monetary Board, include fair hikes that could occur in the second half of 2023. This follows, quote-unquote, several adjustments and could lead to higher inflation. The BSP official also noted that high food prices are also included in the list of reasons that would increase inflation. Nonetheless, the deputy governor said the creation of interagency bodies will help address this risk. Dakila said a closer reading of the policy statement of the Monetary Board last month was still quite hawkish and emphasized the need for quote-unquote continued vigilance should further hide should further adjustments to the monetary policy be needed. The deputy governor said that for this year, during the March meeting, their assessment was an average of 6% inflation. The official said they have revised that downwards to 5.5%, still above target, but for next year, from 2.9% in March, the monetary authorities have revised the outlook to 2.8%. 
The deputy governor said the most likely outlook for inflation will see inflation going down within the 2% to 4% range, within the 2% to 4% target range starting in the fourth quarter of this year. The BSP official said and then in the first quarter of this year because of base effects inflation may actually decelerate close to the lower end of the target range. And that will be supported by a projected decline in both global oil and non-oil prices, the deputy governor explained. In the first week of June, the Philippine Statistics Authority reported that inflation slowed further to 6.1% in May from 6.6% in April. This is firmly within the Banco Central ng Pilipinas forecast range of 5.8% to 6.6% for the month. The latest inflation figure is consistent with the central bank's assessment that inflation will revert to within the target range by the fourth quarter of this year. Meanwhile, Jackie De Jesus of Maybank Investment Banking Group wrote in a briefing paper that with the Philippine Stock Exchange Index declining by 2% year-to-date, the market is now trading at an attractive 11.5 times price-earnings ratio, which they think is a bargain, considering its year-on-year earnings growth forecast for fiscal year 2023 and end of 2024. For its part, Broker 2 Trade Asia said the main index's base building around 6,500 reinforces lack of strong impetus in the medium term, but provides opportunities to position quietly for the long term. The broker advised clients to accumulate stocks. Juan Paulo Colette, Managing Director at China Bank Capital Corporation, said that the index is likely to remain in a range as it tests the stability of the 6,400 to 6,500 zone and grapples with selling pressure in the 6,600 resistance area. For the stock picks, Maybank Security said it maintained a buy rating on ASIN Corporation despite the company's income before tax of $2.2 billion in the first quarter, falling behind expectations at 17% of fiscal year 2023. The broker said the miss was due to higher than expected power procurements and steeper management and or professional fees as it used more consulting services, which the broker didn't factor into its forecast. The broker said they cut its 2023 and 2024 earnings forecast by 8% and 6% and its target price by 3% to 7 pesos and 80 centavos but maintain buy as the stock offers sector-lead earnings growth. The broker estimates Asin Corporation has a 27% earnings sensitivity to 1 peso per kilowatt hour spot price swings but may partially offset this with its local spot market sales. The share price of Asin Corporation closed last week at 5 pesos and 30 centavos apiece. Meanwhile, the broker also gave a buy rating on Jollibee Foods Corporation as it has a 21% potential upside on its target price at 285 pesos per share. The broker said as the largest quick service restaurant operator in the Philippines, Jollibee Foods Corporation is a direct beneficiary of domestic consumer spending, which it forecasts to grow by 6% and 6.7% in 2023 and the year 2024. The broker said it's 14% and 18% year-on-year forecast on 2023 and 2024 earnings growth for Jollibee Foods Corporation are driven by its strong domestic segment, complemented by rising margins in the international segment.
The shares of Jollibee Foods Corporation closed last week at 240 pesos apiece. We hope you enjoyed this episode of the Business Mayor Brother Look podcast. As always, we are grateful for your support. For suggestions and comments, please email news.businessmirror at gmail.com with the subject line BM Podcast. Our gratitude goes to Business Mirror publisher T. Anthony Sikabang for producing the Brother Look podcast. Many thanks go to Business Mirror reporter Jasper Emmanuel Arcalas for the technical and sound editing. Many thanks also go to Business Mirror reporter Kai Ordinario for providing the voice for the waiver. This is Dennis Estopasi of the Business Mirror asking you to stay safe, stay strong, and be empowered. Catch you in the next episode.